It's your Midwest Garden Podcast. Today we have a chat with a floral specialist. Stay tuned. Today's episode is Season 1, Episode 26. Hello, fellow gardeners. I'm Michael Rourke, the Garden Guy. Along with freshman gardener Scott, well, he won't say hello because he's had an attitude today, and the holiday season is upon us. That's right, Mike. The time change has come and gone, and now it's time to brighten up the indoors with flowers and trimmings for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Or whatever holiday you celebrate this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. That's but, true. Well, I mean, I don't. It's there's none of my business what you celebrate. There's several. Yeah, you, you're the one that got you know the goth gal up there for you know autumn leaves. Yeah, it was not weird. It was neat and interesting. But anyway, whatever you celebrate this time of year, you can go ahead and do it. It's a brand new world. Well, today's chat is with Frank Viviano from Viviano Flores, and the business has been no, I don't want to say booming, but around for I don't know what is it, uh, 40, 50, 60, whatever. I'm gonna let 60. Frank yeah. sixty years. I'm going to let Frank tell you, you know, the history of his floor shop and what's happening. My name is uh, Frank Viviano. I am the current owner and president of Bart's Viviano Flowers and Gifts. We've been in business since 1964, so we've been serving Toledo area, Northwest Ohio for over 50 years now. I am a fourth generation florist, so pretty proud of that. Um, the business originally started in Detroit in 1934. There is still a Viviano flower shop in Detroit. Um, they have six locations in the greater Detroit metro area. And my grandpa branched off down in Toledo in 1964 and bought a florist that um, had an ownership void. And uh, here we are today. Uh, we currently have four locations in and around Northwest Ohio. and. Um, our main bread and butter is uh, fresh cut flowers and arrangements. We sell plants, planters. Um, we do a, a, a few garden installations here and there, but um, yeah, our main focus is fresh flowers. Can you elaborate a little bit more on the garden ins installation? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, once in a while we'll have, uh, most of our clients are corporate in that sense. Um, we have a plant maintenance program. So, you know, if you have a corporate office or a, a home that you, occasionally travel and need someone to watch out for your plants, we'll go into your space, we'll take a look at the light conditions, we'll take a look at um, you know, what we think might work best for plant species, uh, and we'll go in and we'll, we'll give you a quote for not only uh, to buy the plants and install them, but to also maintain them on an ongoing basis. Well, the family business that Scott's part of, he and his wife, I mean, like you, it's a, it's, it's a multi-generational uh, uh, business where it's, it's basically developed itself throughout the course of the last 60-plus years. Now, outdoors, indoors, when it comes down to the installation, let's just say, do you do design work also? Sure, yeah, we'll design. We'll work with the client pretty much on anything they need. We've done a variety of different things. Um, these requests don't come in too often to us, but, um, you know, we will. We'll design, you know. Anything somebody needs, really. We have a great creative team here, and you know we, we work with plants every day, um, so we're pretty pretty well accustomed on what goes where, and you know what light conditions it needs, um, the appropriate you know basic soil and everything to put it in, and you know we'll create a create any anything a client wants. Really, we're uh, 
we're pretty open-minded in, uh, in things like that. So we like to just, um, if somebody's got a fun job, we'll take it. Well, let's work our way indoors now. Like I said, now Scott, he's, he's addicted to things like uh, high, tropical hibiscus and you know, he's, what are you? You're a margarita person, not a margarita. What do you call it? Tequila. Well, <laughs> he's got a pool. He does this. He plays Jimmy Buffett all day long. I mean, um, hey, but he, fun. he brings these indoors. Now, um, general maintenance, um, not even general maintenance, because we can pre- prescribe to that. The thing that I'm more interested in is we're getting into an aspect of, or a seasonal aspect from, you know, Halloween to Thanksgiving to Christmas. Now, uh, there's a multitude of different types of uh, celebrations, primarily going to be religious, but the holidays also. Um, how do you, uh, at Bart's Viviano, uh, uh, basically assist people in getting things ready. Do you do any design work with anything that's got the, you know, let's say the foliage, the holly, the, what would be significant for this time of year? Well, we found most of our clients throughout the years. I mean, when it comes to plants and flowers, there's a, a general knowledge base that, you know, our customers need to be guided on a lot of those things. You know, a lot of people will see a see a picture on Pinterest or they'll, they'll be online and they'll see something that they think, you know, is really cool. But then when you get down to talking to them and really listening to the customer and seeing like, what is your objective with this piece or this installation or this, this party, what are you trying to create? And you really get an idea kind of of, you know, what they're actually expecting versus like, you know, this, uh, like a picture they found, like as the example I was using, they, you know, we really kind of help guide them into what's going to make sense for their current situation. But there have also sometimes customers come and they surprise us with their knowledge base and they want to say, hey, I want this for that. And they have a very specific thing in mind. And we, we work really hard to make that happen. So we've done it both ways. So the photo becomes more of an inspiration versus a, a verbatim copy. Exactly. We find nowadays most people doing weddings and events and you know, other things where they need floral or plants or various decor, tablescapes, things like that, they usually have some sort of inspiration that they come in with. I mean, we we actually prefer that. Um, I think it makes it easier to figure out, kind of translate what someone wants. And then, you know, we help them figure out, okay, so like this, this picture may have peonies in them right now. And peonies are not in season. So here's a great you know, a great flower that is in season that will fit this mold. It will have those large, beautiful petals. It will, it'll take up that type of, uh, you know, space in an arrangement, but it's not an actual peony. So we work with clients a lot in that regard of uh, matching up their expectations and what they want as a final visual product with what's actually achievable and realistic and within their budget of, you know, what we're actually going to deliver for them. Now, I know Mike wants to talk about various holidays that take place in November, December, but I'd like to get to um, specifically some ideas, some creative ideas that your group has come up with for centerpieces for a Thanksgiving table or a Christmas table. Sure. Something we're doing this year that's kind of fun is um, we're going to feature some garlands, you know, running down the table. I think that's a fun look this year that like, um, you know, people don't always realize that's something we can easily deliver is, uh, you know, give us your table measurements. We'll have a running garland. We'll sell you candles, little votives, different ways to decorate the garland and incorporate fresh flowers along the way. So 
that really adds a nice dimension, a nice texture to the table, and a really, really fun visual for all your guests. You know, if you walk into a room and the tablescape is set with a big, you know, different shades of green, beautiful garland running down the table with candles and flowers placed throughout it, I mean, that, that you're going to blow your guests away. So, And even, even with the uh, fairy lights now that are so small, that you can incorporate those battery-operated items in there, too. Oh, for sure, yeah. A lot of our clients have requested those for the holidays. Um, you know, they like the timing aspect of it, so if you want to put an installation in a different part of your home or something, you can, you can set the timer to whatever you want. We have corporate clients who are looking for um, various flexibility in the timing of the lights going on and off as well and the battery powered ones that offer a great thing and you know obviously the yeah. best part of it is you're not tied to an outlet right right so and a lot of them don't have timers about built running in. power yeah they can come on automatically anymore when you said garland are you talking something along the lines of like a, a douglas fir or holly or something or are you talking the uh um you know the aluminum that glitters you know that gives you this plastic appearance Oh no, definitely. We're talking about real natural product here. We have uh, we 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 hand make our own garlands. Um, really? Typically, we'll use yeah. We'll use if somebody wants a more wintergreen garland, which is I think what you're referring to, which yeah. would be the cedar, the Douglas fir, you know, the uh, the noble fir, the classic wintergreen. Someone's thinking of. We do that, and I personally love to mix the textures and colors of green. So if you're looking at, you know, each. Each species of tree comes with its own unique shade of green when they're healthy and looking great. So we weave those all together in a, a long table runner. So that would basically just go down the center of your table. Um, and again, I'd, I'd put like different vased flower arrangements all along the table there, candles to accent of it, things like that. So that's, yeah, we don't, we don't typically do any of the synthetic things unless requested. That's, that, we can we can get those, but I prefer natural. I mean, it, also there's nothing quite like the smell. Well, that's of, what I was going to uh, allude to. Also, I mean, you've yeah. got you know cedar, you've got uh, well, not, you got Douglas fir, which doesn't give off. It, each one of those gives off their own little smell, which creates an ambiance of its own. Um, yes, and that cannot be understated. I think that adds a ton to any Christmas or holiday or any type of coming down to the early winter months when you're looking at getting a house ready for that time of year to have people over. I mean, everybody comments on it when they come into our shop that time of year. Oh, this smells amazing. Especially especially with people having artificial Christmas trees now, this is one way to easily bring scents in. Exactly. And those, yeah, you can't discount those senses in your overall experience of a, a space. I mean, all the sensory cues you're looking for, Smell is very, very, very important, I think, to creating an atmosphere that you're going you're gonna to want for your guests or family to enjoy. We're ta- talking to uh, Frank Viviano of Bart's Viviano Florist. Now, uh, Frank, I got a, a question primarily. Do, do, let's say if we were having a, a, an individual scene that we wanted for Christmas and some people are putting up their holiday ornaments now because this for some people after halloween it's official i'm even noticing on facebook they're putting their christmas trees up ugh, oh ugh. yeah we've um, done a couple private homes already as a matter of fact already now that's what i was going to allude to you can you, your family business can uh, contract out to have a certain uh, themes not necessarily themes but basically the decoration with live not live but fresh cut 
items. Do you do you, are, do you have a concern of doing anything too soon with any of these fresh cut items, or how do you do this? Well, we do a lot of synthetic in the house too, so we will do things that will last years and years. If people want to make a big investment in, hey, I want to buy, I want you to come into my home, I want you to take a look at our space. We'll kind of give you feedback on what we're thinking. What we kind of do is we create a proposal based on their needs. Now, a lot of a lot of customers will want the fresh year after year, and we typically install that right around the weekend after Thanksgiving, and we let that run through the season. And it's it's you know our greens hold up really well. They're the freshest in the area. They're going to be fine. What's the most popular but, green? I mean, is it holly? Is it juniper? Is it cedar? Is it fir? Is it pine? I think it's fir. I love the noble fir. Now those last long. I know that. Yep, they have a nice color to them. They last long. I enjoy that shade of green. Um, so that's that's kind of one of the most popular, one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll take a look at a customer's home, decide what they want. I mean, we we offer any service of the full thing where the customer doesn't have to worry about anything or they can be in act as actively involved as they like and come up with ornaments and different themes and different products they can use year over year until, you know, until they feel like they want to change it up. Hey, we'd like to thank Black Diamond Garden Centers for sponsoring your Midwest garden. We record this podcast on site at the Toledo location amidst all the smells of budding flowers, the manures, the chicken schmutz, you name it. If you're in the Toledo or Perrysburg, Ohio area, please stop by either Black Diamond location for all your gardening needs. And remember, ask someone who knows. So do you have one or two like centerpiece ideas that you're just waiting for the right customer to come through the door and say, I'll try anything. What do you have? Is there a couple of like in your back portfolio you're like man I, I really want to do this badly yeah we always have a couple ideas like that floating around I mean my wife and I love to uh, we, we kind of go on the buying trips for the company we scout out new trends we're always looking for different fun creative things now we have a nice balance in our market of uh, some customers willing to take risks and then we also have a nice solid traditional base so you know, some people want the traditional pieces. They want just uh, the bread and butter. They want something that they've seen their whole life that's going to remind them of the holidays, has that nice nostalgic factor to it. But when you, we get those customers that really want to take a, a stylistic risk or a creative, you know, a creative risk when they're coming up to what they want to do, we those are our favorite customers. So and some of the things we really like to do are look at different shapes of centerpieces because you get the long traditional low flowing one that kind of sits flush with the table where you don't see any bottom to the piece if you guys know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. With the candles in it. I mean, those are those are classic, tried and true. I love them too. They're they look gorgeous on a table. They take up a nice amount of space. They're not too obtrusive so those are always classic but i like the ones where you look at different containers for example would be like a pedestal piece um, with a really nice flow to it you get that nice i guess one of the elements of design i've always kind of been attracted to is that s shape in the flow of uh the florals using some really unique stuff like pompous grass, things like that, that are dried, that are gonna last a really long time. You know, you can you can kind of get really malleable with the shape when you use things like that. Um, some of the wheat, hay, even things like that that kind of add that, hmm. I, I guess it's more of a, 
kind of an off brown to the piece and then you can and then you kind of mix that in nicely with some oranges and some peaches and blush some of the really nice natural beautiful flower colors that you're going to see around this time of year and kind of flow that into a more organic look a more bohemian flow to the piece and then you decorate that with uh with accents around that the trick with that is you got to make sure your height is correct because as we all know centerpieces are meant to be gathered around they're meant to be sat around they're meant to be enjoyed with friends or family so that's a that's a something we always think about when we're designing for events and private homes is like is this going to be visually obtrusive to right. the person sitting across the table so it's a fine line there, but uh, yeah, we have a we have some interesting containers that we've we've recently taken a risk in purchasing, and you know we'd love the right client to come in and say, hey, what can you do in this? You know, clients that- are also welcome to bring in their own container, which we love. Hey, here's this this really interesting chalice, or wow. this thing's been in my family for years. Can you make it look awesome? So we enjoy that as well. Because that last piece with the colors you were describing, almost is like almost like a perfect Thanksgiving type centerpiece that maybe can be transitioned to Christmas. Does that sound about right with what you were describing? Yeah, I mean, it just has a really, that has a really intense fall feel to it. So I wouldn't really want to let that thing run much past Thanksgiving. And then we can get into, I mean, we can even incorporate like, if you wanted something that would be more like, I guess, more adaptable to flow through the entire season. Some mm-hmm. of the things that we did really cool are magnolia leaves. I love those right now. They have a really nice color to them. Again, it's almost like a, it's almost like a goldish and greenish combined. Are you buying so look, the Are you buying these leaves? I mean, is or are you just having yep. your wife and you go frolic out, you know, in one of the metro parks and sneak some of these things? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we buy uh, all of our product. We. We buy basically how we source our product is we we have local farms in Toledo and they're not Toledo, I guess, Northwest Ohio, the surrounding area that we work with um, when they're in season. We buy their product, what they're coming out with. They stop by our shop a couple times a week each when they're, you know, when they're harvesting, ready to go. But outside of that, outside of the local seasons, we, um, you know, we get our flowers from kind of wherever they're being grown the best at that current moment. I mean, as you can imagine with the, with the way our planet changes, um, something typically always in season that we can usually find, you know, there's very few flowers that are, you know, only have a very finite season, but um, yeah, we import flowers. If someone wants a rare orchid that's sourced in Thailand, we can get that for them. Do you, do you use dry flowers also, let's say hydrangeas or Anything that uh, even dried it roses. I mean, it does give you that that feeling. It sounded when you were describing the centerpiece that Scott was interested in as far as the seasonal, let's say Thanksgiving or the autumn look. Um, it's almost like you're framing it like you were an artist painting. Um, yeah, you start in the center and allow it, it to flow like, outward. So you see the whole thing. I mean, it's not just for the centerpiece. It's for the room. Yep, it's for the room. It's that you want that wow factor. You want someone to come in the door and you want them to see that and just be blown away and really enjoy it. It puts them in the right mood to have fun, to relax and enjoy. Flowers have a really disarming nature to them. Um, Hmm. They really put people at ease. There's science behind this. You've never, there's a really interesting article done by, I believe it was, it was commissioned by the Society of American Florists, but it was 
it was done through Rutgers University based on the psychology of giving someone a flower. It's, it's impossible not to smile, basically. <laughs> and our delivery people can attest to this. I mean, anytime you walk up to someone's house and give them flowers, or during COVID now, you drop it on the porch, um, you know, you always get a smile. So flowers have a nice disarming nature to them, um, puts people at ease, makes them happy, brings a smile to their face as they walk into a room. So that's our main objective is to kind of create that mood. Do, uh, well, speaking of the room, do you often or I mean, I don't know. I don't think I'm thinking outside the Remember, box. Remember, this is Scott. He's the amateur on this and he's not humble to the point where he's afraid <laughs> to ask questions in the way that he's used to. So, yeah. so uh, maybe it's not that outside the box, but I mean, do you get people that like to take their uh, table centerpiece and mimic that look like a, for a fireplace mantle? Sure. In other words, put something throughout the rest of the room to continue? Yeah, it's a, it's a room theme, so carry that maybe from the your dining room centerpiece to your family room a mantelpiece. Or even have it throughout the whole house, too. I mean, in different yeah, areas. Like there you definitely. Go. And a mantelpiece is a great example of how, you know, most traditionally that thing is parlayed into um, other elements around the house. That's a good observation because it is. It's Let's say you have the centerpiece, like I was talking about, with blushes, maroons, um, shades of brown and dusty in it. You know, you kind of combine that and then you could easily build a mantelpiece that flows perfectly off you know, and the top of the mantle flows down, whatever the space looks like. And then you could even create, if you wanted to be really cute, put little bud vases around the other parts of the home, you know, even by the bar, put a little bud vase with those same elements in it. So I personally like that kind of flow to a space well, where you do have different elements kind of sprinkled around. And there's, there's cost-effective ways to do that. Um, with the simple, small little footprints around that keeps that vibe going. I want to get to some of the DIYers, things that you can supply gardeners that are into this. But sure. for, for these packages that you offer with the holidays, I mean, what kind of advanced ordering do our listeners need to give their florist, you, um, you know, some time to create this stuff and, and be able to deliver a nice product? before the holiday. Yeah, that's really hard to say because every every florist is different and every florist buying capability is different. Um, you know, some florists just go on down to a local wholesaler and can only get what they have. We're, we're the exception to that is we can buy directly from the growers so we can get anything you can think of. In order to get anything you can think of, we probably need seven to 10 days notice before we can start building the piece. Um, but if you're talking about going down to, you know, a florist who doesn't have the capability to buy like that, um, you know, you're going to be at the mercy of their local wholesaler. And even if they go to the wholesaler and then they request, I want these flowers, you know, they're going to have to wait probably a couple weeks to get them in. So I would give them as much time as you possibly can. Has COVID slowed some of this down? It's been a really mixed bag. Um, some elements, yes. As you can imagine, we're not doing as many corporate um, parties, <laughs> obviously, right. and things like that, or any- Or you know, availability the, of flowers on that. 
Well, here's yeah, what... the buy. The, that's an interesting observation. The buying, the supply chain has been affected, um, kind of dramatically in some areas. I mean, we're having, you know, luckily we have a great relationship with our growers, so it hasn't affected our business too intensely because we're able to pre-book. But, you know, it's not only COVID; it's the weather has been kind of on and off around different parts of the globe that have affected uh, some of the crop. For example, when it's too rainy, some of the flowers don't come out as nice, um, things like that. But um, yeah, COVID has affected, affected the entire supply chain. I mean, there was a time when getting things through customs in different spots was a huge headache um, and backed everything up. And then there was a time when a lot of the farms some farms just straight up closed, couldn't uh, couldn't make it through. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of consolidated some of the supply chain in that sense. So the bigger farms and the ones with a little bit of capital built up to get through this type of situation have been able to make it. And you know they only have a finite number of flowers they can sell. So if you're not already one of their customers and clicking along with them, it's going to be really hard to get. But um, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty lucky. We haven't had too many problems, but I do know florists that have had um, pretty significant problems. Roses in particular have been hard to come by, um, certain varieties of roses this fall. So you just gotta kinda, you gotta kinda buy smart. I mean, we have a, we have a full-time purchasing manager that works on this part of our business. Frank, I wanted to ask you about this. We've discovered through the gardening industry, outdoors, COVID hasn't, you know, it's it's locked people to their houses. And they instinctively went outside and started doing things to their gardens. I mean, they were out there and it was therapeutic. Are you noticing or do you have the capability or do you have suggestions for people that are going to be, you know, we're going to be closing up the doors. Even Dr. What's-his-name Fauci saying, oh, it's going to be a terrible one. Well, it's freaking people out. And like you said, flowers have a uh, a positive effect on people. Um, do you, do you have any kind of like a cut flower routine? Now my ex-wife and I, I mean, she used to send me out in the middle of the night and do some cutting of some juniper bushes for people so that she could add things to uh, some of these arrangements that she would get from the florists. Now, uh, does, does Bart's Viviano offer that or, uh, do you have access to, let's say if you have cut flowers, can a person buy them and then uh, a certain quantity of them and then do it themselves? Yeah, for sure. We are, we're happy to let a customer into our cooler. We've done it many, many times where, hey, you want to come take a look at all that we have in stock right now? You can mix and match. You can, you can buy one flower. You can buy 500, you know, whatever really, whatever you're looking for. We're, we're pretty open-minded in that sense. So anyone's welcome to walk into our stores and walk through our cooler, pick out what they like. The salesperson will give them stem prices on every flower and they can, take them home, they can arrange them themselves. We also have a subscription model you can enroll in where let's say you want in your home every every two weeks, I want uh, a seasonal arrangement at this price point delivered to my front door. Um, and then you just take the vase back from the last two weeks and do it over. Go ahead and do that. I don't have to think about it. I just know the flowers are coming. I know they're going to be fresh. I know they're going to be beautiful. I know they're going to be well arranged. and. I always have this beautiful thing in my home that's alive and, you know, brings me joy. So that's always an option through us, too, if you don't want to get through all the mess of uh, the DIY business. But, 
Yeah, we sell fresh cut flowers by the stem. Anyone's welcome to come on in and grab them. We'll walk them through maybe some different um, elements of design if they like to help them. No kidding. On That's their own. I mean, some there's some basic things like, for example, you want to, especially with an amateur designer, you're going to want to build your basic greens. So not only will you want to get flowers, you also want to get some salal or some eucalyptus or something like that that you can create a little base for. And then we'll tell them, hey, this is probably the right amount of focal flowers you'll need. And then some of these other accent flowers would be a great addition. So we're happy to walk a customer through kind of the basic elements of, hey, I, this is a vase I have at home. You can even show us a picture and we'll try and figure out kind of what would fit in there as well. Frank, what's the most common flower that you see this time of year now? I know holly's going to be, that's, that's the leafing or the green that some people like. But is it like paper whites? Are there lilies or... Um, I mean, I know there's amaryllis right now. The paper whites people put in on this jar with nothing but a bunch of rocks and some water, and then they watch them come up, and people cannot stand that smell. I don't <laughs> seem to mind it, but they they can't stand. It. What's what's it? What is the most popular? Oh gosh, um, we're just finishing dahlia season, so that is definitely the most popular fall flower. I love them personally. The big dinner plate dahlias. Have you guys seen those? Yeah, well, if you've been to the botanical gardens, any one of them that's got a, their own. They're huge. I mean, oh, they're just gorgeous and they're very large. And, you know, we grew some out at my mother-in-law's house this year. She, she lives out in White House. So we uh, we had someone till her soil and planted a bunch of dahlia bulbs and they came out amazing. Oh, my they're, gosh. Now she's addicted so to cool. it. Oh, yeah. No, she loves it now, too. She loves caring for them and helping. And each year we're going to keep getting bigger and bigger. But, um, yeah, we're just getting out of dahlia season then and we're we're probably going to enter into, um, yeah, like amaryllis season. Like you said, I love including amaryllis in um, in the fresh cut flower arrangements. Uh -huh. It's really it's really fun. It's got a just a gorgeous look to it. It's very large, kind of takes over the arrangement, but in a good way. So now you're talking just the flower, not the foliage. Or you're talking the foliage, the stem, and the flower. Uh, all three. Really? When we when we can do it right? Yep. We've uh, we've ran some amaryllis pieces the last couple of years. They they've been they've been a mixed bag as far as sales are concerned. I mean, it, it takes the right customer to appreciate something like that. I mean, people always want their classics, you know. Well, tulip season's coming up. We're getting into tulip season, so they're gonna like their their tulips and their their white flowers are always popular this time of year. So you get your classic garden roses, hydrangeas, um, things like that are always really popular coming down to the winter. We like, I like the white and green kind of themed piece. We always have one of those in our collection for the season. We're about to debut our, um, our holiday winter collection coming up here after Thanksgiving. Do you guys sell like uh, pine cones or, you know, Berries are just you know like bittersweet, which is illegal to have in the in the backyard because it's it's in it's poisonous. Just Go ahead. just all kinds of like accent pieces yep. all throughout the shop to you know support these arrangements people are trying to do at home. For sure, we have all those accents someone could want. You mentioned the pine cones. We have uh, traditional pine cones. We have ones that are frosted. Um, which is basically added some uh, pseudo snow to them, gives them a nice wintry look if that's what you're into. We have tons of different picks. Um, really? Berries, oh yeah, for sure. We got picks that you could insert into a tree, you could put them in a garland, you could put them in an arrangement. Um, we have glitter. 
So there yeah. you go. There you go. From your table to your mantle to throwing it in the tree also. Yep, you could accent your tree with these things. We got a lot of different berries that accent as well, as you mentioned. So we have all those kind of fun accents you wanted to add. And if you wanted to streamline your look all throughout your home, that's a great that's a great suggestion by you to just kind of come see what we have and see what fits your, your vibe. Well, enough with Scott, okay? He's floating. Thanks, Frank. <laughs> um, the thing that I got right now, and in closing... Um, uh, this is a holiday season, and most of the holidays are attributed to some types of religions. Uh, whether now we're we're noticing that you know that there's Buddhist, there's Hindu, there's Muslim, there's Jewish, there's Christian. Are what is the most now? Probably since you know the United States, North America, the Midwest here is is based on any uh, uh, a uh, you know the Judeo-Christian belief in itself. Are you finding people that are coming in with with bolder suggestions or a more diverse scenario as far as the holiday? Yeah, I think we find that more in a, the younger crowd, um, people who want to deviate necessarily from those traditional colors, if you will, even. I mean, that's how we speak to kind of the traditions is more in the color palettes and the things you're looking for. I mean, of course, we have the traditional red, green. Sure. Um, that's going to be emblematic of, I guess, Christmas in a sense. But like, yeah, I mean, Hanukkah, we, we have a blue and a white arrangement each season. We like to We like to offer our customers if they're interested in that. And then... You know, as I mentioned, some of the earth tones I really like, some of the jewel tones, you know, some of the darker, richer um, colors, like the plums, um, like a, a dark green, a hunter's, like even an off teal. Like, I love that kind of color palette when you get those dark, kind of moody colors going in different pieces. So we try and offer things kind of we look at it as if I was shopping, I would want all these all these things offered to me for any given taste. You know, you might want to send grandma the traditional thing and send your cousin one of the, you know, one of the moodier pieces and mom and dad one of the all whites or something like that. Just just to give people that suggestion, if you will. Well, I mean, we're all, yeah, we'll customize any piece you want, but, um, you know, sometimes with flowers especially, people need to kind of see it. Scott even had us, you know, do an outdoor gardening with a gothic garden artist, and it was like, you know, goth? And come to find out, after looking at this stuff, it was pretty cool. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Those dark, moody tones, I love those. You're, you're into those too? I'll be darned. Mm -hmm. now, see, I am old school. I, I got to get into this a little bit more. <laughs> so I have a fun one for you before we wrap up. Uh, last year at the Garden Center, a co-worker and I uh, decorated a grave pillow. And we we just went kind of nutso with uh, like a neon lime green and neon blue. And one of the owners kept saying, you're never going to sell it. You're never going to sell it. <laughs> and we were just like, come on, you know, let's just, you know. And it stood out amongst all the pillows we had lined up. It took a few days, but we, we won the bet <laughs> with the owner, and it sold. So, I mean, you know, like you said, a younger generation going for color, and, you know, it, you just have to have the right customer for the right product. Well, Frank, exactly. I want to... Exactly. It only takes one, you know? Exactly. I, I got to thank you. I don't mean to cut you off, but we're right now running, not necessarily lying. We've got a million other questions. Again, Frank Viviano from Bart's Viviano Flores. They're located in Northwest Ohio. And don't forget, when you're up north into the Michigan area, the Detroit area, visit Viviano Flores as well. 
I want to thank you, sir, for this. I didn't know that there was that much of a diverse indoor decorating and, and theme producing products. Thank you for being on board uh, your Midwest Garden, sir. Hey, no problem. I'm happy to happy to talk to you guys. You can reach us at bartsaviano.com or 419-474-1600. And they ask for Frank. You're going to be busy, boob. I mean, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, we'll put all that in the show notes, and uh, thanks thanks again. Appreciate it. Frank, can we call you again later on in the season, too? I mean, when things are, you know, popping up for any suggestions. Hey, we got Frank Viviano. Remember him? Uh, what do you suggest for this? Boom, 10 yes. minutes later, yeah, go that I'm route. I'm happy to be a reoccurring guest anytime you guys want. This is fun to talk about, and, um, yeah, anytime you guys want, I'm happy to jump on. Well, thank you, thank Frank. Frank. And for all of you people that are listening from in Idaho and Wisconsin, Minneapolis, you know, check out your local florist and uh, give them a, a visit to see what they offer in the do-it-yourself pieces like picks and cones and all that, or what they have, uh, like you know, like Frank offers a full service. Tell them you know. heard it from Frank Viviano, the ultimate <laughs> in Northwest Ohio. There you go. You got that right. And also, if something that's important to local florists, if you really want to support your local economy and you really want to make sure to do your part to make your city grow and, you know, again, support the economy, do not order from 1-800-Flowers. Do not order from Pro Flowers. Those are all wire services. All they really do is just destroy local florists. So I can elaborate on to how they do that maybe some other time, but... Um, Go right to your local florist or go to our website, barciano.com, and we will, we can, we can get, get anything you need anywhere in the U.S. Are you willing to help somebody, like you said, from, let's say, Idaho, if they give uh, 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 Bart's Viviano a phone call or even get on your website, are you willing to assist them in directions? Absolutely. We Beautiful. will be more than happy to help them get their order into the right hands of a local florist that will fill it properly. Nice. Very nice. That there's, is sweet. There's a nice connection all around there. Well, thank you, Frank. Yeah, no, no problem. Thanks for listening to your Midwest Garden. If you like today's conversation, please share this podcast with friends and family. And don't forget to click on the subscribe button so you won't miss any future episodes. Plus, if you have any show topics you'd like us to discuss, head on over to our sponsor's Facebook page, which is Black Diamond Garden Center, and message them your topic idea. For all of us at your Midwest Garden Podcast, I'm Michael Rourke, the Garden Guy. Hope you enjoyed today's conversation.